This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. All right, we're back. Guys, it's episode 250. It's our last episode of the season. Kaching kaching. Anji's gonna go into um, labor in two weeks. <laughs> I'm um, writing a bunch of stuff, and you know, I I feel very like creatively jazzed and juiced. So feeling good, and um, we're taking a break because we need some time. But also, we're going to be like uh, low key updating like old episodes, faves, like re releases for you guys and also we're going to be doing um you know sometimes we'll do like a solo episode here and there but officially us like pumping these episodes out at 250 we're gonna take a like chill for a second and then in um 2023 we'll be back once we've birthed our respective um passions <laughs> <laughs> scripts and babies once we've birthed scripts our scripts and babies, and babies. <laughs> um, we'll be back and um, and, and hopefully addressing a, a new world and a, a cool a cool new version of ourselves. Or it'll be absolute disaster. But stay tuned. Um, all right, so we're picking right back up from our conversation about money and this 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 is I can't believe we've like kind of skirted around this for a while because I think we talk about everything else. But this is something that is because uniquely you and I are Korean American from 80s with our type of parents yeah. who are like poor as fuck, always check to check to check, yeah. you know, l- landlord knocking on the door. These are like traumas that, you know, us filling out paperwork and you know, hopefully not being like eviscerated from existence in America. Like we, we've dealt with a lot of this and you have parents that still lean on you. And my mom still leans on me. And so, you know, we're, we're both in this place where you're 40. I'm about to turn 40 in a few months, uh, two months. And it's becoming like, I'm taking stock of like, what kind of forties are we? Who are we? Right. We've we've been doing this for a while, you know, being us. I think I think um you know, for me, I I've lived a lot of different lives trying to figure out who I was not. Yes. You're a process and of then, elimination. And, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this thing, this thing, this thing. <laughs> I guess it's gotta be just me then. <laughs> What's left, right? Probably. What's left is me. Oh, okay. I guess that's it. But now, now in my 30s, I've really taken like, oh, okay, that's all I got. It kind of attitude where in my 20s, I was like, I'll give you whatever you want, you know, kind of attitude. And now it, it, as I'm entering my 40s, I'm really um, giving less of a fuck. And I think this comes also down to money. And what that means about how you and I uniquely, also it's not so uniquely for other people, like a lot of Koreans, a lot of immigrant children, people from poverty, um, gain self-assurance and esteem from money. Yes. It's It's like how Gen Z kids are emotionally and psychologically tied to likes. Yes. And retweets, uh-huh. we're, I think we're that to money. Yes. And like reach, yeah. moving on up, yes. you know, like that's been our like anthem yep. moving on up, you know, uh, the model minority myth, the white adjacency, white collar, yes. all of these, thi- all of these things, 100K a year, 401Ks, like just like be secure be have a house have you know own your own business whatever like this kind of like american capitalism beat that we've been like walking to 
for a long I time. Mean, the Louis Vuitton, that big Louis Vuitton tote that all of us, like all these like nouveau riche like girls uh-huh. carry, is literally called the Neverfull. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're we're stuffing stuff in there, and it is never full. It's never full. It'll never be full. <laughs> never satiated. <laughs> Keep feeding it. <laughs> Truly, and Unji, in the last episode, you were talking about this active heartbreak you're going yes. through, which fra- is foolish. Of, and I fully, I, I, and I, and I have gratitude. I don't think that. it's foolish. I really don't. I really don't think it's foolish. I, I really think that's this is important because i bet other people are dealing with this too of like it's a part of a growing up and b grieving your dreams (laughs) (laughs) i guess like i'm never gonna live in a you know i'm not gonna be like one of those like uh that lives in like a beautiful like victorian mansion (laughs) Okay, well, let me ask you this. Why do you think you'll never... And you came to this because you and your husband had some real talk about yes, finances. Yes. And you realize you you might not be a Samonim yet, but me, why do you think you won't be one day? I guess I could be, but it's just like right uh-huh. now... It, how about this? There's nothing wrong with like... Even if I, even if the money was available, Peter, I don't think at at the end of the day, it's the healthiest choice for me to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, because all the trappings of living in like a huge blah, 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 like all that stuff and like kind of achieving that and like I know myself, Mm -hmm. that's only going to pull the trigger on. Make you want more. more. So then whatever money mm-hmm. that like uh, uh, like we do get get later like if like everything works out and all these things happen for us and blah 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 that will only like spur us to like get like even more ostentatious more gross like it's like it's not the fact that we can or cannot afford it it is the desire to be Mm. And express to, to want, want more. more, and express your wealth in this way that isn't actually tied to anything mm. that you actually need. I don't. We don't want for anything. We don't actually need more space. We don't actually need any of these things, right? So, like living within not just your means, but like what is the safest, most like sustainable thing for you? Mm. That's that is yeah. what I think. And that that healthier choice, and not going and bawling out and being needing to express this, um, you know, fantasy of the nouveau riche and the model minority and the never full, right? Yeah. As opposed to yeah, that, yeah. having a more honest conversation with him about like what what is actually right for our lives, what is actually correct mm-hmm. for what we can handle, what is. Something. What do we actually need? Not coming from us. Not. And the thing is, it's like in my mind, I'm like, well, then why do we have to? This is why I was accusing my husband. Is where we go back and forth. I'm like, well, you're coming from a scarcity mindset that tomorrow there will be no money. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. that's not necessarily it either. Like I think it. You can do that, and I, I'm sure that there are parts of because he also comes from like a situation where like you know. Soviet Russia, like it's it's, it's intense, crumbling infrastructure, government, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like it's like if even if there is abundance, why isn't this enough? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if just because you could, I think in my mind, I'm like, if you can afford it, why wouldn't you buy it? And like it's that is a different mindset than someone that's like, well, we don't need it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's not like it's not important to express wealth that way. It that doesn't mean mm. anything to you. It's not an indictment yeah. of you. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, that's great. I I happen to agree with everything you're saying, but I will say this week. Eric and I did the complete opposite thing <laughs> you and your husband did. 
and we decided to dream big. Yes. Now we're we're in a very different place. We have we do not have two children we have to take yes. care of. So that's the huge caveat sure. that we can't really we can afford to be um risky. Yes. You can't. No. So that 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 there that kind of like is the main difference. But we decided for the first time we've we've been dating for seven yeah. years. And every time I would bring up like the future, what are we gonna do with our lives, how how are we gonna do this? It was always it it was always met with a sense of like anxiety. And like I don't wanna talk about that. Why like, do you think that is on his, I don't why know. Do you think that is on his part? Because I think there is a sense of like, I should know, and I have to give you an answer, but I don't know. Right. And it and then it becomes an issue of I'm not worthy. What, what am, am I, I doing? doing? Yeah. I yes. suck. I should be X yes. by now. I should yes. be this place by you know. And then it starts crumbling. So, I've recently said like I need to have this conversation. Yes. I have yes. to. I we can't just for a long time, seven years, we've been quote starving artists. Right. Again, very different um, from where you and your husband are yes. coming from. You have an established marriage, and you you know whatever. We've been starving artists, kind of like vagabonding around, <clears throat> and until very recently, we've made a similar amount of money, which was zero. And we were just out here finding our voices and networking or whatever you do to like try to make it right. Starting our own scene. And we've lived in like utter. I mean, we, we live lavishly, but like we don't have a savings. We don't have like things kind of like mounding up until recently. Right. And it's always been troubling for me that. I can't see the future with him. Like I want one. We say we want one with each other, and there's like vague vagueness of like talking about where we live or blah blah what we want to do. But like, we've never had the conversation of like, okay, this this is it. We're both driving towards this right. thing. And money is always a part of that conversation. And always, yeah. always. Sure. And I think that's why we've never touched that because. We never had money, but I was always trying to like dream it and then see it, write it down. And he was always like afraid to approach it because he's like so insecure about right. it. Because also it wasn't clear to him. And it's like, and that's <clears throat> not how you plan. Because there will never that's, be. A... You don't, yeah. That's not yeah. what you do. You go with what you want. Exactly. So I, I was like, I, I really, I was like, I need to sit down. And he was like, okay, you're right. We have to do this. So we Break sat through. down, had the whiteboard wow. out and got, you know me, I was like going in with different colors. Yes. I was like going into like, this is how much, this is our five-year plan by 2027. You and I as a unit, whether we're what we are now, whether we are married, which is something we talked about and we both want to ah. do. And we both want to, like, approach it somehow, you know. But, like, again, it, it seems very silly to have a wedding when we're both financially in this place, right? Anyway, so we figured out a number. And we said, by year five, we need that number. Okay. For all the things we want, which is house here in L.A., we're planning for LA because if you plan for LA, you could buy it'll translate everywhere. Oh yeah, I mean you can buy um, an acre of something. Exactly, <laughs> it'll get it'll get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll get bigger and quieter from here. Yeah. So um, we're like, let's just plan for LA. Let's stop doing this. Like, but what if? What if? Like, let's just plan for this, and then it'll cover everything sure. else. So we're planning for to buy something in LA and have money for some kind of figuring out family either a adoption process or a um surrogacy process but that costs money that's all yes. money right and money is something i understand it is numbers yes. 
You know I love math. I love looking at concrete figures, even though they are theoretical. Of course. Measures. I mean, we've, we've, we've you know been what I mean? Like equations in our head for years since we were for, for years. That's how my dad 19, showed love since, to since me. Nineteen ninety, yeah. baby. We've been doing, we've been doing time tables. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing big ads and big divisions. Yeah, yeah. learning how to cook. That's yeah. all math. Now, <laughs> we're seven. <laughs> now eight. But you know it. That's that's what helps me. Is like if I can look at a number. Then I could divide the number. Clear goal. And then I could, I, I could divide the numbers into yeah. smaller numbers, and then those into even smaller numbers, and that's how I like to plan. I like to like just take something and then just break it up into its pieces, and then you know approach it in whatever ways yeah, possible. I mean, right? I mean, exactly. Oh, I only need to make forty six dollars an hour every day between now. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love dividing yeah, it down exactly. that way. Yeah. yeah, so like we divided it down and we came up with a number we ha- not have to, but want to make in 2023. It is a gigantic number for Eric. Okay. And Eric's coming from, you know, again, poverty. He's making like 20K yeah. a year, 25K a year. And so he's like stepping his pussy up to figure out 120k yes. a year so we were like if we both make 120k a year and we're possibly married yes. then i think as filing as a unit it makes sense we could live a little comfortably and start um and that's we could start saving yeah. and i think that could be a plan so we're we're he's thinking about that and he's like well what i'm doing right now i make this amount how am i going to get there and i was like well that's where we plan. Yeah. You start thinking about all the different ways you can make money. You want to make money. And then you start thinking about, okay, if this is the priority, then let's say like we came down to like co- composing like TV and film. That's a huge rate for a small amount yes. of work. Now to get in there, yes. it's hard. But that's the way you you start like – making more money in less time because you can't just put in your hourly rate and be like one day i'll get a promotion like that's not that's like the drone bee way to live you know like and i'm like we need to be queen bee and get up here and get these stacks so i'm like we're 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 you know partitioning out okay here's where your skill level is where do you where's what's a delta what do we have to get here what's missing is it the network? Okay, if, the, if it's a network of people, what are three things you could do each week to make up that gap? You know, like how can you add more people to this roster of musicians that you know, you know, blah, blah. So we're like taking active, literal steps towards a money oh God, that's goal. That's so exciting. I love stuff like this. It's, I, it was so, let me tell you, my libido yeah. is back. <laughs> it got me horny. Yes. It really got me horny. And it wasn't like me approaching this and him going like, I don't know. It's like he got excited yes. about it. He's like, I'm starting to see it now. Like, okay, there are ways. And this is opening up more things. And like, oh, I'm like, t- these limiters, these blinders are being like taken off his eyes because now we're approaching a dollar figure, yes. you know, instead of like this kind of lofty like, Oh, one day a house and that and that. And it's like very like, and we don't want to put a number on it. How dare we put numbers on whatever. But like a number is a concrete thing I can look at and plus and minus. Like we can, there's more, giving yourself a structure, ourselves a structure like this has really helped um, open up like creative thinking of like, how do we approach that number? This is ambition. Ambition. That's why people talk. This is this ambition. Is, this, this is white this, yes, this is literally ambition. This is the reason why it's always invigorating. It's always very good. These conversations that you, you whenever you have them with a partner, with a creative partner, whatever, mm-hmm. it's because it, it is ultimately about ambition. When people talk about how Passion. attractive ambition is, yeah. this is it. Oh, this it's not is being it. a dreamer. It's about and ambition. It, ambition. And I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at him like in the new yeah. way now. I'm like, oh wow. Like, I love that he stepped up. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And 
excited about it. And which brings me to, I mean, we were talking a lot. Like I've been asking him to be, be on OnlyFans. Yes. Um, you know, he has his concerns, but <laughs> I want to talk to you oh, yeah, about it. Please, because and our f- friend Kleiner. Because um, you know, I literally just watched something where one of the creators. Only fan creators. Mm-hmm. Um, what he does is he's a classically trained violinist, mm-hmm. and what he does is he plays the violin around like mm-hmm. naked, naked, not naked. He's not naked, but around like oh. twerking people. Oh, it's just like sexual okay. avant-garde, like sort of. I love content. that. It's just goofy. That's that's yes. awesome. Will you send me that yes. handle? Okay. Um, so are you just like deeply going into these now and researching and, <laughs> I mean, or are you just being sent I'm, funny I'm ones sent, by friends? I'm being sent. I'm not, I, I am personally not okay. doing a lot of independent research. <laughs> okay. Well, let me, let me pitch you this. Okay. I don't know if I should pitch you something on air because what if someone steals it, but at least we'll have it trade like timestamp that we yes. got it first. Right. Okay. Here's my pitch for you. So my friend, my, the writers on my, um, on that animated show that I was doing have, are now, um, developing something very interesting that made me think of this idea. Okay. So it's involving you, uh, and only fans a like top creator and then like maybe a financier or something right (laughs) like like the three judges Uh, (laughs) no No, like a financier financier like a venture capitalist or whatever right um and the three of you judge like a shark tank type Uh show for only fan creators who come and pitch their brand okay. and their like um, what they do and etc. So one of them might be um, a friend of ours. Um, I won't yes. say their name, but they are very interested in. Um, they have a fat ass, <laughs> and they're very interested in smushing grapes with their fat ass <laughs> on a lucite chair, <laughs> and not only. Um, getting you know tips or whatever from the from the content but also selling uh, selling the bottled wine on um on auction (laughs) so they they would they would like pitch you this (laughs) and show you like videos of their what they do like you know privately and then be like i need ten thousand dollars to like start this thing so like you you would like you guys would vote yeah you guys would vote on who gets seated yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I give this. It's like Shark Tank for yeah, only. Yeah, I give this fat ass lady uh, ten grand for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you'd be asking the important questions like, okay, what is your brand? What's the story? This, what are yeah, you telling how is this us? Sustainable. What is? Yeah. That, where does this go? What kind of brand uh, partnerships do you see with yourself? It's like wow. exactly. Yeah. So you're bringing like that because you know you've hosted and you know. TV before and so you know we would include you as like the person who's person who's like oh she's been judging and you know um presenting before we would bring in like a top creator who's always bringing like their like point of view of like this is tricks of trade that I deal with or these are things that I whatever and then the financier is like okay what are we how are we going to make money if I give you ten thousand dollars ten percent back what do I get blah blah whatever and you know, these OnlyFans creators, they just by getting on the show, they're getting exposure yeah. anyway. And it only feeds back into the OnlyFans model, you know? And I think that would be a really fun show for OnlyFans content. Yeah. Like they're um, like premium con- or like, you know, they're trying to do original yeah. content. I like it. I mean, so you and um, so this, I think. Can I, is it safe to say, Peter, that uh, one of your kinks is making money? One hundred percent. 
<laughs> I've told you this. I also love like, okay, I, I, I'm an entrepreneur yeah. to the T where I, I'm, I'm like nonstop. I have ideas yes. and I feel like they're, I, 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 I feel like I know how to monetize. You do. At least high level strategically. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm always like, okay, this is the idea and let's, I think this is a way in. This is the people will be targeting. Like, I know, I, I mean, I used to do it. So like, I get it. So I do love making money, but I most, mostly I love like devising like something new. You like plotting to make money. <laughs> Yeah, I like strategizing. I like the planning. Yeah. That's like the thing. I mean, like, so the conversation you had with Eric Mm -hmm. was like, when was this? This This week. week? It was like Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So then you came out of it like. We've been trying to have this conversation for seven years. (laughs) Like, we finally have had it. And it was such a, like, weight off for me. I'm like, oh, my God. This means that. You and I have broken through to communicate in a a whole nother way that is beneficial for us and our future and our family unit. Wow. Like it made me very, um, very open to marriage. Yes. And this was something that I will say a major thing that was stopping me from seeing that. Right. Possibility. Well, if you can't talk about this, you definitely can't talk about marriage. Talking about marriage. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think we we had like a relationship breakthrough this that's week. so exciting. I mean, even the way that you talked about surrogacy adoption, that's the first time you've ever said that in a concrete way. It's always been very amorphous. Absolutely. And purposefully yeah. because I just didn't see right. it in front of me. And now I now I'm seeing it clearer. Obviously, I don't have like the complete outline or whatever, but like there is like forward motion that I'm seeing, like a finite, like you know? a like a, a concrete, a yes, place, and a concrete like dollar yeah. amount and a way to achieve it, and mm-hmm. yes, a conversation around it. How you and I come together as a team to yes. achieve it, how we support each other in doing the thing, and like, yeah, it's like it's planning. I love to plan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's the the plotting and the planning for sure. Like, I I I get that. Um, that's a hundred percent accurate. I mean, like, so it's funny that conversation you guys are having. We did have probably six or seven mm-hmm. years ago. Right. Yes, exactly. About yeah. like you, that's how you were able to yes, get to where exactly. you are now. And yeah. It's so funny, like. Because you're right. Once you do get through it and you realize, like, both of your mutual relationship with money is so dramatically different. But that is so different. And then being able to work towards a common goal and let not be acrimonious Mm -hmm. is, like, such a relief. Mm -hmm. You know? And I mean, like, and and, and, as someone who's, like, constantly kind of reckoning with, my like relationship to money and like uh it, it mm-hmm. is like it's like it's so fraught but i mean it's a, i'm so excited for you and your journey like it is like being able to plan and plot for like a version and be able to not only have a dream but now it's a goal now it's a goal now it's on not paper it's on yes. whiteboard in yes. marker completely erasable but it's there right now and i'm staring at it and I'm going, oh, I don't have that right, right. now, but I, who said this? Maybe it was Einstein. It, it was that Einstein. like idea of like when you approach something uh-huh. mathematically, a distance, if you keep having that distance, as in like one halfing that distance, you will get closer and closer and closer to it, but you'll never get of to course. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like how I'm thinking about these goals. It's that like 
I might never get to this dollar amount, but if I have the experience, half the experience enough, I'll get close enough. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you really will. I mean, like in a way that's like, it, yeah. you really will. Yeah. I mean, and it's manifesting. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're, you, you have to see it to believe it. You have to put it up. You have to, you know, the, the more vague you are with your goals, the less you are activated to achieve yes. them. I mean, it's most exciting when you exceed the goal. Sure, of course. We love an yeah. A+. Plus. I mean, it's like, and, and, and the thing is, like... <laughs> we love a gold yeah. star. <laughs> I mean, it is crazy to be able to, like... It, when you exceed it, and it's only happened very infrequently in my life, but it's, like, one of those things where, like, um, you know, when you go to the store and, like, something's on sale and you wind up having getting a lot more back and change, and then you can buy something else... Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, yeah. I love as, that. As, a nice yes, mistake. Yes, and you know, honestly, for for me, as I've as someone who has never just gone home and saved that money, but always spent it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's. It's. I really am so excited for you guys, like on this uh, journey, because like it is like a concrete goal. Like you guys are gonna, you know, like even the place that you're in now. Like, is it like when you guys were having this conversation? Like, did you guys? I don't know, like you were seeing a version of your future in like a very concrete way five years from now. Is yeah. that when you would always want to get married? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Because for us, I think emotionally we feel already tethered yes. to each other. He spent so much time with his family. How I think... <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I mean, I love yeah. them, but that it was a lot for yeah. one year. Um, like but yeah. it, yeah, I'm like, I don't even have a fam, my own family. <laughs> but yeah, I, the marriage of it all, I think, is something that has eluded me and maybe eluded us for a while because this big, like, financial barrier. Yeah. At least for me, like that's something that is, again, going back to our original kind of sentiment of our trauma around yes. money, that like if this doesn't like clear itself up, I don't know how uh, unless we clear this hurdle, I don't think introducing marriage is a, is a good thing. You know, that's why I've always like kind of like compartmentalized marriage. And what marriage actually means is that. Our, we've become one unit financially. We s start filing as a unit. We're, we, our assets belong to each other as a unit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we start becoming one thing, and that that is that has been so scary for me because I finally have become my own thing. You know and. I've lived through so much uncertainty. Especially around, specifically, like, it, it, you know, when you, um, it's funny because when you're just talking about that, I was like, right. I, I think that so much of my relation, own relationship with money and specifically around marriage is like something that my mom always impressed upon me was because money and mm -hmm. marriage are so closely tied. Like you are trapped by the financial decisions mm -hmm. of this person. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and like when you are poor, you see that when like one person is trapped, mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. you can see how abusive money can become, like the power or yeah. the lack thereof, and it's like comes scary. Yeah. I wonder if that's like part of it too. Like, yeah, for me, I think it was like, I can, I'm responsible for me, but are you going to pull yourself into this thing? Yeah. Like money wise, yeah. you know, like, and the thing I know that about this person is that at the very least, they are very responsible with money. Yes. 
So I don't have to worry about like it spiraling that way. I'm the one that might spiral. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in our spiraling. relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm never full, so I'm. <laughs> I'm spiraling. <laughs> but yeah, it, it sounds like both of us have kind of had some financial reckonings, yes. and you know, it, it makes sense. We're both in at a time of our lives where we're not we're we're not like children age anymore i know like it's kind of it's one of yeah. those things where um you are this is like so staunchly in adulthood it is scary like you know yeah there is no version of yourself that you like um like whatever potential and like I don't know it's just like your relationship with your past and the, your future feels much more present and immediate like because <laughs> the future is now for when you're 40 like you don't have that much mm-hmm. it's not like we're here. here we're like screeching <laughs> into the end yes. of our lives yes so like it's happening. Uh, that's how that's how I see. It. I mean, I know it's age is nothing but a number and blah blah blah. But I, let's call it yeah. what it is. It's you're not a you're not a babe anymore. Yes. Like you're really like not only are you out of the nest, you're creating a nest for other you know birds, and you're. I also have so yeah, little patience yeah. for. Can I tell you since the last episode that we did? I have had such like such like a weird relationship with Gen Z and um, like kind of like modern culture where I'm just like, I feel so fucking old. Like where I'm like, so yeah. old. Like I'm, I definitely feel like the old man shaking his fist at the sky. Or like, <laughs> I really am yeah. feeling that. And it's so sad that I'm like realizing that I'm becoming that person. But there is also a very like, lovely letting yeah, go. Yeah, and I don't care. Like, I don't care. I am. This, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care. I, <laughs> this is I how know. I feel. Like, it's, it's, I'm not embarrassed. And, and. <laughs> Remember how scared and embarrassed I was about the Try yes. Guys and how I had the, diff, the wrong, quote, wrong response to it? And I was like, my world is collapsing. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. I can't believe I'm becoming irrelevant. But I was like, no, hike up those joggers. Put them around your waist. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to be relevant. We don't have to be relevant. We're living a a lot. I mean, it's just like, that's what I mean. Like, my relationship to the future and a version of myself, it's like feels much more immediate. Like, I'm living it. I am living the version Mm -hmm. of myself that you, like, there's like, it's not like actual, it's not this like version of myself. I'm like, it's like, it's much more like reckoning with the version of yourself that is. And mm-hmm. like that sort of thing, that reality. And ushering her yes, into your exactly. present and future. There's not, there's less of like. Getting out of her exactly. way. Because I'm done. I'm, uh-huh. cu- I'm cooked. You know, <laughs> I'm baked. I'm, take, take me, me out, out, doc. Like, I can't, I can't get any more done. I'm crispy on the edges. Yeah. I'm like gooey in the center. You're getting I'm dry. Getting dry, actually. Someone, <laughs> actually, this is. Prepare the gravy. <laughs> I'm very, I'm in danger of this thing turning, you know? And. <laughs> I think that's like part of like even this conversation around money and like, you know, I, I just find myself being a little more like, you know, when we talked about like turning 40 and all this stuff, like all the work that I did and all the rec- like it's like it's I think it just takes a minute. And now that I'm settling into it. I'm like, this is this is the relationship with it. Like, right. Mm-hmm. This is it. I, I don't it's not just a don't giving a fuck, not giving a fuck. It's like. um it's not. It's that. It's not giving a fuck. But also, like, when you really don't give a fuck, you're not even saying I don't give a fuck. It just it is. It's like it's not even it's not in your, even mind. your mind. It's so fucking yeah, zen, yeah. and it's like, you know, <laughs> it, you know what I mean. I'm excited for so fucking zen. <laughs> I really am. Like it's. It is truly like it, you know that is. I wonder, like, you know, when we talk about the Dalai Lama and all those like people reaching certain like maybe they are just like that's the reason why he's looked like that his entire life he's just been old always (laughs) 
<laughs> you think he's been bald and like froggy eyed his whole life? Yeah, I looked him up recently. <laughs> oh, really? Young Dalai Lama was old Dalai Lama? When he was a, he was a baby, he was a baby. Because um, he basically. Yeah, and he was bald yeah. because of that. <laughs> but like, he's always been sort of like, he was found, I think, at like six or like, or whatever, three or something like that. They found him and they were like, you're the reincarnation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was really young. Imagine someone coming to you and you were like, Unji, we finally found you after 40 years. You're the reincarnation. I, I, was, I, <laughs> I would say, you got, you, got, you got it. This is twisted. This is actually, you got it wrong. So you need to return <laughs> to sender. Go you have to return to sender. I'm so sorry. You have to ask for a refund. Whoever told you this. But I... That is so funny. But like, I mean, I did, I, I did this, but it's just like, I think he, that's what enlightenment sort of is basically, right? It's like being 50 at 20. Like, that's like the novel yeah, part yeah. of it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, Because yeah. it's like, it is, it's, I, I, I hope, and not saying that everyone achieves this, but like, but because by retrospect, we've done all this work on ourselves and mm-hmm. I don't know, like. Again, you guys have a chance to listen to the Patreon. If you're a Patreon member, please do. Because Peter and I really go into it about our families and how fucked up Korean families are. I mean, like, it's so funny. Do you think either of our mothers or our families would be able to have this sort of conversation around money and their relationship with it now? No way. No way. They only see money as a thing that you must have. Um, in order to do anything, you know, I was talking about my um, <laughs> my cousin's wedding. My uncle, one, the one yeah. I like, he came, he came out to me. He was like, "You have money?" <laughs> and I go, "I'm I'm okay." And then he goes, "You know, without money, you can do yes. nothing. You always need money." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, I know." like no just remember like it's all about money and i'm like okay i'm sure cool yes money is him him yeah and power Strength. and yeah. freedom and yeah exactly i mean it's it's yes and he's not, he's wrong. not wrong he's not but wrong it's so rooted, that's how this system is it's built so rooted in trauma and it's so fucking mm-hmm. toxic the way that they push this agenda this money agenda and it's so rooted in all this trauma. I've never heard one uncle say, you gotta be a yeah. kind person. <laughs> Not one aunt has said, be grateful. No Como has ever been like. People are starving. <laughs> never met a Como that was saying, talking about happiness. Never. Never. <laughs> never. Treat people well. Be, be charitable. Be no one. All these Christian Komos and Sumos yeah. and Emos, not one person sounds like Christ. Everyone sounds like the fucking pigeon yeah. dealers out in the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump. I was going to say the Philistines in the church, but that is... Yes. I mean, they all sound like it is about money, money, money. And it's so rooted. Money, money, and money. And it's so much rooted in this idea of like safety and everything. But honestly, you know... I think both of us are getting to a relationship with it where we can... I, I hopefully... Hopefully, I get to a place where I can discern my anxiety around it, my need to oh. like, um, yeah, because it's like I think I I just I, I can't think about money really without getting a little anxious or horny. Those things are very tied. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm either absolutely horny and anxiety are yes, tied for me. I'm like I'm so anxious and I'm so horny. Yeah, like this is. It's interesting. The way I look at money now, because now I get to like actually have a number in mind, it's less, you know, some people go, I think I used to think like, like my samchun. Yes. Money is everything. You got to have right. money. But you, it again, that's very vague. Yeah. You know, but now that I've put a number on it, it almost seems like, less stressful right if that makes sense is that all there is because it's less like vague it's like oh it's a number to reach and it and and the number is based on what i want so it's a means to an end you know what i mean like 
the end is the things, the life I want, which is a home, a family, um, you know, not worrying about paying the rent yes. or feeling like I'm going to be, you know, knocked on the door by a bank or whatever. You know, like there's a certain amount of money that takes that. So now that th that has been ascribed a number, I don't have to think about like a vague richness that I get to that that is never going to end. Like this is a finite number. You know, yes. like it feels and whether that changes or ebbs and flows is it doesn't matter. The point is there's a finite number and it now has become less stressful because it's less vague of an idea. I mean, also, I will say that something uh, something that feels healthy about it is the fact that you're becoming less anxious and then becoming more horny. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> like, like for me, I'm like, oh, okay. An inverse relationship. Yeah, for me, it's been kind of like uh, it's a converse relationship. Like, anx more anxious, the more horny. One goes up, the other <laughs> one goes up. <laughs> it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Like, you know. <laughs> I mean, truly, like. Going into um, the holiday season, like, are you are you guys doing anything yeah. with your mom before Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, we are spending um, in Las Vegas okay. at one of Jose Molina's houses. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> are you fucking serious? I'm absolutely dead ass serious. Um, it's, I'm, why, why are you laughing? How did you, you know, he, he, cause he's friends with Benda, okay. um, from a long time ago and he, I don't want to put his stuff yeah. out on whatever, but you know, he's, he has access to yes. houses and, um, so, you know, shout out yes. to Jose, Congratulations. <laughs> you're not listening, yeah. but. Thank you, Jose, for treating us like he's letting us stay here because we, we don't want to go out of yeah. town, but we want to go out of town. So some of us, including my brother and John's sister and blah, blah, we're all going to spend a few days over Thanksgiving. Okay. There. <clears throat> now, my mom, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I mean, I'm going to be fresh, uh, freshly babied, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm going to be ordering something from a fancy restaurant and... And watching television. Yeah, you're going to yeah. be yeah. catered to. That's so <laughs> it's going to be incredible. <laughs> um, so my mom uh, moved to Hawaii. Yes. How, is, how, how, you, yes, you know how are things going? I, like, we haven't really checked in since she moved. Let me tell you. I thought she was going to hate it. She hated it the first okay. week. She actually did. She, she was like, it's so boring. What am I going to do here? It's blah, blah, blah. And then she met a friend who was like, hey, you're fun. Let me take you out to dinner. And that's all it took for her to love Hawaii. <laughs> she was like, this one, like, old Ajima loves me. And she says, like, I'm so funny. I'm so blah, blah. And she took me out. And I'm like, we're having a great time. I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> and the next time I called her, she, I, I cacao talk her, like, the video yeah. chat. And she's on the street and she was like, I was like, where are you going? She was like, oh, my favorite place in Honolulu. And she like selfies me and she's in front of a Ross dress for less. And she was like, you know, they have three different Rosses in Hawaii. And I was like, go off, sis. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I could like build a whole wardrobe for like six dollars. And she's like really having yeah. fun, like being a Rossanista. <laughs> and... <laughs> Every time I call her, she's like in the house. I'm like, oh boy. And she always has the fucking um, cacao talk like backwards, upside down. And I'm like, turn it around. And she has to like turn it around and undo the thing. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, 이모랑 놀고 있어. And she's just hanging out with yeah. her sister. And her sister's always on the floor because her yeah. back hurts. So <laughs> she's on the floor. My mom's sitting on the couch and they're watching K dramas together. Of course, all day. yeah. I'm what like, what do you guys do? She's like, she's like, we don't do much. That's it. And I'm like, oh, are, is she going to find work? Are you going to find work? She's like, eh, I'll figure it out in January. I was like, this is a different yes. mom. She's relaxed. Like, I'm getting a, a relaxed mother, which is strange to me. Very, very strange. That's crazy. So 
Um, I decided to go to Maui and have my mom come to fly over to Maui and have Thanksgiving with her. And um, Eric's going to come. And I'm trying to get my brother to come, but, you know, we'll see what happens. I think he's like too much traveling or something. So we're we're doing like a Hawaiian Christmas. Wow. So then when are, yeah. when are you going to be at Jose Molina's place? Vegas. I mean, for Thanksgiving. And then you're going to Maui for Thanksgiving a week. Maui for oh, Christmas. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So who's going, what are you going <clears> to <throat> do for Thanksgiving? It's just going to be you, LB, and... Um, me, LB, uh, Benda, John, John's sister, my brother, the dog, everyone's okay. dogs. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. It's going to be like... Yeah, it's gonna be a cute little trip. Okay, well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I guess, have you decided what you're doing for your birthday, by the way? I'm having a little shindig okay. here um, on a Sunday, just like a cute 5 to 9 p.m. I'll have food there. Um, it's at a bar, but they have like incredible food too. So I'll just like order food and then people come by and have drinks, have smokes, and just have like a kind of sprawling party. Okay. Um, we'll have to check in if and, we can. You know, at least for your 40th. Yeah, for sure. And after your birth. Oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see how my body. I want to I want to know what it, what well, not right after obviously, <laughs> but like I do want I we need an update for sure. Oh my god, you guys, this is the last episode for I a know, little bit. I know, I know it feels so weird. Um cuz you know, it's like it feels it's, weird. it's also at least for Peter and I like a, like a real detox. Like we do genuinely talk to each other before and after even the pod. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be kind of weird to not see you for a little bit. I know. But we'll check in personally of off course. air. And, yeah. Well, you guys, um, thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a wonderful time these past two episodes. And um, we'll we'll still be on, like, socials and stuff at Ajma Show. Check us out if you want, like, to go back and listen to Patreon stuff. Um, uh, you can become a Patreon. And again, for those Patreon members who want to pull your support because we're not doing um, more live interview, uh, live shows, not live shows, what am I saying, new shows till January, um, please feel free to do so. You guys don't don't feel bad, really, truly. You can do it. Um, and, and then come back, you know, whenever you want to, if you want to. And uh, what else? Is there anything else you want to plug or do we have anything coming out that we have we want to get people's attention I, to? The only thing coming out is this baby. Yeah. This baby. <laughs> Stay tuned on the socials uh, for Unji's baby pictures. I don't know if you're doing that probably or not. not. Um, probably not. Okay. But I'm going to have to see yes. some pictures. And uh, yeah, I'm at Peter Casey. Unji's at the best Unji. And we'll talk to you guys in January. Love you. Bye. Bye. Audio.